Hello guys and welcome to the Creative Gems Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle B. And let's jump into today's episode. I hope you guys have had a wonderful week, no matter where you are in the world. Um, We're going to jump into this week's topic, which is goals, you guys. I want to talk all about bringing your goals into fruition. I know, I know, you're like, okay, why are you talking about goals in the middle of this? Well, I still have goals, and even though we're not into 2021 yet, I still want to plan. That's how I plan things out in the middle of the year, um, so that you could be ahead of the curve, you know what I mean? So I've been basically reevaluating my life and trying to figure out where I am as an artist, where I am as a person, as a parent, as all the things. And since I've been reevaluating my life, I really said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put these goals down onto paper. So, yeah, and then I'm going to catch you guys up on the crazy week I've been having and what's been going on since the last time we talked last week, Monday. And yeah, let's jump into it. There's a quote by Mark Twain. And the quote says that there are two days that you always remember in your life. The day you were born and the day you find out why. So basically, I found out why, you guys. I found out why about three years ago. Why I was born. (laughs) What, What is my purpose in this life? But I feel like I found out way too late in life, right? So... That's some of the things that I think about. And those are some of the things that I've been going over in my head over and over again. Right. So. So here's the story as to why I started to reevaluate it my whole life and just reboot my whole system. This last week, I have met, um, probably, well, really the last two weeks, I've met a lot of other creatives, dope black girl creatives, and some of them are younger than me, and some, some of them are in my age group. If you don't know, I just turned 40 in April this year, so for the most part, most of them are always a little younger than me, which already leaves me to feel kind of... I don't know, like I started too late or I feel kind of insecure about certain things because I feel like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like you get those doubts in your head. They start to creep in, you know, the the worry and the paranoia like, oh my God, you're old and you, you started way too late and, you know, people are not going to accept you and you're not good enough and yada, 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 right? So you start to get all of those thoughts in your head. And even though I met some dope creatives over the last um, couple of weeks, those thoughts started to creep back into my head. And I started to kind of reevaluate in my life because I felt like, you know, millennials have it right, you guys. I started to really think in my head, like, millennials have the right idea. Like now millennials, like a lot of people give millennials like a a hard time 
And I'm literally like right on the cusp of being a millennial and like an old head or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> or or what do you call it? A a, a a Gen Z? I don't even know what they call it. Like I don't that's how I'm like in the loop, but I'm not in the loop because I really don't know what you call it, but whatever, like, oh, hey, whatever you want to call me, whatever category you want to put me in, I'm not quite a millennial and I'm not quite an old head or whatever, right? So whatever, right? So basically I started, the, they have, they have basically got it right, right? Um, They pretty much think about all the things that we should have been thinking about or, or my generation should have been taught about. And I think we all would have been kind of in a better situationship. But then again, you know, I think millennials, cause I know a lot of millennials that are younger than me that are killing it out here that are, um, they have homes and, and cars, and they think about saving, and eating right, and, you know, tofu, and whatever that jelly stuff is that they eat, or whatever, I don't know, but they, you know, they think about all the things that most people, or most people my age or older, don't think about, and wasn't taught about, and those are the things that we just didn't think about it, you know what I mean, like, it's just, it wasn't part of the fabric of society, when I was growing up in the 80s during the crack era with crack vials in the road and stuff like that, I just wasn't taught about those different things. And I feel like it was an advantage, but at the same time, it was kind of a disadvantage because of the fact that we live in a social media age. We live in this age where things are slowly changing. And sometimes I feel like I'm just, I'm out of the loop. And I feel like some millennials are in a way better position than I am because they're concentrated on things that we just was not concentrated on. So that just leads me into point one. As I started to have like all of these doubts and, you know, hit that like button if you're feeling what I'm saying. Because I know we all have those doubts and we all have those things in our head like, oh my God, like what the hell? Like what have you been doing all your life? Okay, that's that's the question I'm going to pose to you guys. What the hell have you been doing all your life? And that's what I was thinking about last night. I got really, really depressed, really, really depressed over the last weekend and just last night. Over the last couple of days, like if you even look at my Instagram, I haven't posted anything since Friday because I've just been like in my feelings, crying in my coffee, like, what the hell have you been doing with your life? Because it's people that's way younger than you that is in way better positions than you. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, what the hell? So, anyway, what I did is I'm glad that, you know, I kind of found my purpose. And I found my reason why. Right? And now I know better, so I'm starting to do better, right? So now I'm starting to really make those goals, write them down, um, weed out like toxic people in my life, and um, just not I'm not dealing with the same BS that I used to deal with. 
not even three, four years ago, you know, four or five years ago, people that I used to just deal with and, and things that I used to tolerate, I don't tolerate anymore. I don't deal with it because that's not the type of life that I want to live going forward. And in order for me to, to elevate, and I realized, and a lot of people, I've I've listened to Gary Vee and I've listened to a lot of like um, just different motivational speakers and um, entrepreneurs and gurus and stuff like that. And a lot of them say you have to cut out toxic people, even if it's family members friends, co-workers, whatever, whatever. If you want to get to that next level in life, you have to uproot yourself and start to weed out people that are not important. And even people that are important or they were important at one time, whether family members or whatever, sometimes you may have to weed those out because they, they possess toxic behaviors that they refuse to kind of, you know what I mean? Like, uh, reevaluate themselves. They don't want to reevaluate themselves. They want to get stuck in their ways and they refuse to kind of adjust their toxic behaviors. So those people have to be removed if you want to be able to get to the next level. And I realized I've been too complacent over the years and I've been like so bogged down with just listening to family members, listening to this person, listening to that person, um, having toxic people around, not feeling complacent in like mediocre jobs, mediocre relationships, half-ass relationships, whether it's friendships, romantic ships. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a new word, romantic ships. Okay? So whether it whether it's a romantic ship, friendship, whatever it is, I have tolerated way too much. And now that I'm 40, I'm like, damn. What the hell have you been doing with your life? What have you been doing? What has been going on? Why are you not further on in life? And I realized I've accomplished so much over the last three years that I've really put my nose to the grindstone. And I said to myself, Danielle, you waited till you was 35, whatever, 35, 36 to kind of put your nose to the grindstone and start to weed crazy people out. And then you see the the momentum, you see the positivity, you see that you can actually accomplish all these wonderful things and meet all of these beautiful people. If you put your nose to the grindstone, now imagine what you could have done with your life if at 20 years old you did what you had to do, you know, you didn't get into toxic, crazy, romantic ships <laughs> and other crazy things. So anyway, I digress. I mean, we know we can't go back. We would love to go back. I would love to be 20 years old again and do it all over, but it is what it is. So now moving forward, I have dedicated myself to being supremely disciplined and changing my life and it's been hard you guys I'm not even gonna lie it's been super duper hard because I've had toxic family members around I've had I'm still in situations that I would really love to change and kind of move through um so that I could kind of take my career take my life to another level um 
I haven't been able to move forward in certain situations because I'm still around certain people. So it's like, I'm still a work in progress. I'm still kind of moving through all of these hardcore things. And then at the same time, the world has imploded, exploded. And then they kind of threw a mask on it at the same time, you know, and we have uh, the whole system of systemic racism that have uh, kind of boomed and exploded and everybody is is starting to have those hard conversations. We're in a whole nother realm that we've never been in in our lives, you guys. So it's like absolute insanity. I feel like we're in an upside down world right now. So I, I kind of say that to say this, if you have the capacity to know what is your why, meaning why you are here on this earth, are you here Because you are an artist and you want to be an artist and you know that that's your passion and your purpose. Don't wait. Start to extract those people that are going to be good for your life and that are going to pour into your life because you're going to need it. You're going to need a lot of support, a lot of help and stuff like that. I mean, on the flip side, I have a lot of support and help from my mom. My mom is my rock and she does my shipping. I mean, she's not happy about it (laughs) half the time, but she does a lot of shipping of my packages, a lot of helping with my business, a lot of business advice and yada, yada, yada. She taught me a lot about business and resumes and being professional over the years. So she has been somewhat of a positive, um, you know, influence in my life and she continues to be, you know, and we, you know, as we fight out, fight each other to the end (laughs) or as she aggravates me into the bloody end. Right. But you have to have at least that one person that's going to ride by your side, no matter what, because you're definitely going to need it along this ride. We call life along this ride. Um, we call art life. Yeah. So anyway, let's jump into the next episode, okay? Let's jump into it, and we're going to talk about goals. How do you set those goals? How do you get into, how do you bring them into fruition? So now that we kind of commiserated and, like, cried in our coffee, what are we going to do about it, okay? Because I'm all about solutions also. So let's jump into it. So goals, goals are basically just dreams that you put into your book and you start to say, okay, here is my goals. These are a a bullet list of things that I want to do. However, you can't really, you know what I mean? Like tackle and, and get into your goals Unless you actually put action behind it, action steps, and all of that stuff like that. So that's pretty much what I've been doing over the... That's part of my secret recipe 
of doing pretty well on social media, doing pretty well with my art is because I because I have actually had dreams and I said let me write it down because but everybody learns differently. You can do this however you see fit. Whatever's going to get the job done. Like some people like to do vision boards and you put like, you know, Here's the color palette I like, and then you write down notes on the different colors, and you and you order these swatches from Pantone, and yada yada yada. You know, everybody has their own way of kind of setting goals and bringing them to fruition. So, for me, I decided three years ago I'm gonna start writing my goals down, and I'm gonna divide it into kind of long-term and short-term goals. So, boom, let's go over my, what I, a few of my long-term goals. And some of these things I was able to kind of semi-accomplish, you know what I mean? So, one of my goals is to basically become full-time artist. And even though I'm technically like the definition is like, you know, are you, you know what I mean? Like you're a full-time artist, you're, you're doing, you're doing art full-time, right? So that's like the, the basic definition, but I want to fully be able to support myself solely on art, right? That is my next goal, specifically on Patreon. So that's definitely one of the goals that I'm striving towards, upping my content level on Patreon. That's why I included this extra step, which is um, the podcast, the new podcast over on Patreon. So that's one of the things that I included and also being more engaging. In the past, I wasn't as engaging. And so those are some of the things that I want, right? So that's a long-term goal is to eventually support myself solely on just art in my Patreon And to, so then I I have to think about what are the action steps that I need to do in order to complete that, right? And one of the action steps, like I told you, was this um, Patreon podcast to have it more engaging, to bring you more into my life. Because people like that. They really want you to be real. They want you to be engaging. They want you... They want to know, like, what's going on with you. You know what I mean? Especially if they're pouring into your family, into your community, into your cup. So you have to be more transparent with things. So that's something that I'm working on, kind of just building up that whole base and stuff like that. Okay, so my next one is several passive um, forms of income, right? So that's another thing that I'm doing and that's another like long-term really hardcore goal is to have several streams of passive income. What's passive income is basically, boom, the order comes in, maybe I have an assistant um, and boom, they package the orders and it gets sent out to you. I don't have to really do much. I don't have to paint like a long painting. I don't have to... Uh, paint a portrait of your pet or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's basically where you just sit back, the orders come in, and then you send them out. 
and and preferably you get somebody else to send them out or you have somebody else kind of packaging and shipping your stuff. So that's kind of uh, the whole point of having passive income. And that's some of the things that I'm thinking about. What can I do as a content creator? Because I have so many ideas, so many talents, so many things that I could bring to the table. But it's just me finding a way to kind of... Um, write those things down and figure out um, specifically what I bring to the table and how to how to package that so that people will want to constantly buy into that. You know what I mean? So that's something you guys can also think about also if that's something you're interested in at home. How can you re- how can you package your talents that you already have into having passive uh, streams of income, right? So my next one is, oh, I wanted to write a book, you guys. Like that's been my dream for quite some time. That's something I've been tinkering around with probably for the last year. I came up with a concept. I'm not going to, um, you know, give it away on here, but I did come up with a concept and I'm not going to give it away on here. Not yet, you guys, because I really haven't gotten far enough with it it's just like a little peon of an idea in my head right now so I don't want to get into too much detail on here not quite yet you guys I love you but I'm not ready to share so um yeah I wanted to write a book and that's something I really really been thinking about and it's, I feel like it's going to be epic. Hopefully it is, but I have no experience in writing books. It's a lot of research that goes into it. I have to do all of the concept art, um, which I'm an artist, but you would, you would really be surprised how different every genre of artist is. Like they have concept artists, they have layout artists, they have background artists, and each artist does a different thing, right? And even though I'm calling a jill of all trades and I have all of these different things in my bag that I can incorporate into these different genres of stuff, I don't know all the things, right? So these are things that I'm in the background kind of doing research on how to write books. If you guys over in Patreon land want to help a sister out, send, send me some literature, send help, <laughs> let me know. How can I write this book? And I want it to be kind of like almost like a children's book, but not really. More so like a graphic novel where it's like a few words, blip, and then you have a picture. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time, I don't want it to be like a comic book. So that, because that's like real cheesy. You know what I'm saying? So that's just something I'm thinking about, you guys. I'm throwing it right around in my head, thinking about the book and that that's twofold that that book is twofold because it is um it fulfills my why right why I'm here what my purpose and passion is and it gets out the creativity that I may have in my head but at the same time it gives me a passive stream of income Boom, boom, boom. And a third tier is I create 
I um, get a chance to share it with you guys over here on Patreon as I flow through the book, right, stages, which will probably be another year out. Um, and I that I get a, a goal accomplished, a long-term goal. These are part of my long-term goals, right? So that's something that I think will be really good. And just look out for that, you guys. And um, hopefully that'll be something great. You know, passive income, meaning I could put it on Amazon, whatever. I could even self-publish it and get people to buy it and stuff like that. And that's something I don't have to worry about. They just buy the book, Amazon, publish it, you know, and whatever. I don't have to worry about anything, right? Um, so another thing I'm thinking about as of lately is YouTube sponsorships. So that's another long-term girl goal that I have is YouTube sponsorships. I would love to get something like that because I think when you have YouTube sponsorships, it brings more opportunity you get linked up with these big businesses. And I feel like I don't see enough big box stores and big businesses doing a lot of sponsorships with um, black creatives. Unfortunately, I just don't. Um, I've seen Squarespace kind of do it a little bit. Is it Squarespace or no? Skillshare. I think it's Skillshare. I, I've seen Skillshare do it. But I haven't really seen Squarespace do it. Um, Arteza. And, and believe me, honey. Nobody uses Arteza more than black people. Okay? <laughs> okay, because why? It's affordable. It's uh, convenient. It's accessible. And the colors look okay. Okay? So, yeah. Nobody's using Arteza more than black people. But I haven't seen a black person yet that has been sponsored by Arteza. That's kind of why I stopped using Arteza. I don't know if you guys have experienced this or if you guys out there in um, Patreon land, in the podcast land, has experienced um, this where you haven't really... Um, there's certain companies that are like subliminally not inclusive... Like, they put their little thing up on their on their Instagram. Like, oh, Black Lives Matter. We're with you blacks. <laughs> We're with you blacks on Black Lives Matter. But yet, I don't see them kind of really being inclusive. I look at people's brands from a long-term perspective. Have you been inclusive in the past? What are you doing now? What have you been doing 10 years ago? I go way, way back when I do research on certain companies. And that's just not, I don't know. I So I just stopped dealing with Arteza. If you guys have a different opinion or you know a black creative that has exclusively worked with Arteza, let a girl know. Hook a girl up. But I refuse to kind of deal with them. I don't buy any more of their products. I have one product that I have from them that I did a... um. A review on on my YouTube channel, which you guys can check that out, okay? Under the same name, Creative Girl of Color with Danielle B on YouTube, right? So you can check that out over there. But um, pretty much I have, um, I haven't seen it, you know? Um, they do not really give too much sponsorship um, to us. So 
I refuse to kind of support them. So anyway, moving on, you guys. Here's some of the big brands that I think I really, really want to really want to work with. Um, so Michaels, of course, like, <laughs> hello, okay. So Michaels, I think they pretty much been they've been inclusive over the years. I think they're okay. They're kind of neutral and things, and I think that's what these big box companies should be. They should be neutral, unlike Goya. Okay, we're not even gonna get into Goya. But I think these big box companies should be neutral, right? And I haven't really seen any political stance either either way from Michaels. They pretty much just stayed in their lane or like, we're creative. We're going to let you deal with the political stuff. and Or not the political stuff, but the human stuff, the civil rights stuff. I hate when people say that. The civil rights movement or the Black Lives Matter movement is is a uh, political matter. It's not political, okay? It's a human matter. It is a civil rights matter. So let's get that together, people, okay? So anyway, this wasn't supposed to get political. I was supposed to be talking about... Um, so here's the big brands that I really, really want to work with, right? So then there's... Michaels, I don't know about Joann's. They're kind of like old-fashioned and weird. So I don't think I want to work with them. But then again, I don't know. Maybe. Ooh, I forgot. Oh, my God. Like, something just popped in my head. Never mind. So, um, Michaels, um, who else is there that I really, really like? I don't know. Um, Fire Mountain Gems. I'm thinking I really like them. Um, who else is there? And then there's um, there's some other companies that I really really love to work with. Um, hmm, I don't remember. So I have to write things again. This is why you write things down. You have your goals, right? So so I'm not hemming and hawing. But I will leave that for another day another podcast okay (laughs) so let's jump into the short-term goals okay so let's jump into the short-term goals so the short-term goals are pretty much goals that you set right now right here things that you're probably going to accomplish in the next month you know or less So here are some of my short-term goals and kind of how I get into implementing those goals. It's pretty much the same as the long-term where I work every day towards that particular goal, right? Um, And I know sometimes a lot of things seem overwhelming, especially nowadays with everybody feeling just depressed and overwhelmed and like the whole world is going to end. I need my list and my goals and I need to be in my own little world more now than ever. And I know you guys too, too. Yeah. Do too. Do, do, do. Right. I can't even talk. So what's some of my short term goals? My short term goals as of now is launching properly launching my creative girl art box. Right. If you don't know what that is. That is my, um, basically, um, paint party in the box. Okay. So 
I think my, uh, uh, I had a bad launch. I, and I wouldn't even call it a launch. I think I'm really bad with launches. So I'm kind of working on really doing a proper launch. So I'm like looking at other people's Instagram, looking at other creatives, other creators that do like product launches and stuff like that. And they're really, really successful. I think because they do a lot of hype up and they do a lot of advertising. They do a lot prior to the launch. And they don't just say, oh, boom, I'm going to launch it and expect people to know what what the hell's going on. (laughs) And that's kind of like how I am. I expect, I, I just go boom and whatever comes in my mind. And I expect people to know what the hell I'm talking about. So... That's one of my first kind of goals over the next month is to uh, do a full regular launch of my Creative Girl Art Box. But I want to add some some other goodies into it, like something that's going to make mine special more than others, right? Put my own personal touch on it. And I think I'm going to create a separate page just for those, you guys. So make sure you look out for that. Support a girl. I haven't I haven't even done it yet. And I'm like, yeah, support, support. <laughs> but that's something that's my short-term goal. So what am I doing in the background to implement that? What am I doing is I'm actually in the process of developing images Thinking about videos that I want to do for those images, like tutorials and yada, yada, yada. Writing down more goals, doing more painting, figuring out the style, developing a new logo for the Creative Girl Art Box, and all of that jazz. That's what I'm doing to implement that, right? Um, make more earrings. So I'm thinking about my new earring line. I recently, just in case you guys been hiding under a rock, uh, I came out with like the black fist. Okay. That is a historical, um, meaningful symbol in the black community, in the African-American community of empowerment and strength and us being together and sticking together. Right. Despite adversity and diversity and hate and inequality and yada 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 right so um I recently kicked off a bunch of like black fist earrings and it's been it's it's gone way better than I ever ever thought because several every time I release one every time I put one out people go and get it People buy them up like hotcakes every time I release one. So I'm working, I want to work on like a full line that I can actually just put out there and yada, 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 which is going to be on my separate page. And I want to be doing that where I can have something like that kind of out every week. Oh, and it's a new machine that I want to invest in. But that's going to take me quite some time to kind of figure out the money and the logistics of that. Because that machine costs $3,000, you guys. Absolute insanity. If you guys 
want to <laughs> uh, uh, help a sister out and put in on my little fund that I'm trying to do and and um, get this machine to make my life a lot easier to make these earrings, these wooden earrings and all sorts of earrings. Okay, you can hit a sister up on Cash App, okay? Or just join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Colors. Your donations are welcome, all right? Or tell one of your sisters, the brothers, whoever, whatever creative person you have in your life, hit them up, tell them to join my Patreon because your girl is trying to get that, uh, that earring thing so I can make a whole earring empire and cause I love earrings. I love jewelry and all of that. Yeah. So yeah. So that's just some of my short term goals. Um, I'm not going to get too much into that because it's still a lot of things that I have in development. A lot of things that I still have. I want to keep close to the chest, you know, so to speak. And, um, things that I'm not quite ready to share and put out in the universe yet. So, yeah, um, pretty much that ends today's podcast episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it, yeah. Oh, um, as far as the smoking goes, I've kind of fluctuated with that because I've been really, really depressed. You can see here I'm kind of hoarse or whatever. I mean, between the artificial air and me kind of smoking a little more like my voice is back raspy and just weird and whatever um but I'm still holding steadfast I want to quit that's another long-term goal is to fully quit but I've been saving a whole lot of money you guys by not smoking I'm telling you that right now saving some serious money and I've been putting it to the test. I've been utilizing it and I actually got me a new boom arm for the podcast. You guys really professional, which you can check it out on Instagram. Cause I like to do little snippets of me recording the podcast for you guys on Instagram. You guys. Yeah. So anyway, that ends today's, um, episode. I hope you enjoyed it and yeah. I'll catch you on the next one. We will we will blink up again next week, you guys, for another tantalizing episode of the Creative Gems Podcast. <laughs> All right, bye. Thank you for listening to the Creative Gems Podcast. I would love it if you would leave a girl a review. If you happen to be over here on Anchor, Spotify, or any of the other podcasting websites, just take a few moments to leave a quick review. It goes a long way to people discovering my podcast and sponsorships. And if you have a creative friend out there that would really benefit from the Creative Gems podcast, go ahead and give a referral. I love you guys so much and stay creative.